Hello and welcome to Grizz and Steve's 90s Tuck Shop Time Machine. I'm Grizz. And I'm Steve. This episode we're going back to the old classic format. That's right. So strap yourselves in as we travel back to a time when MTV actually played music videos. saying um in that intro mm. um we're going back to a time when mtv actually played music played music videos because as we all know mtv went down the reality tv route where it was just all reality tv wasn't it yeah sadly uh, reality tv is one of my least favorite things in the world so um <laughs> Yes. Until we do a Grizz and Steve reality TV show. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, then it'll be my favourite thing. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I'm it's, a reality it's... TV show in a time machine. <laughs> mm, <laughs> it wouldn't really work, would it? Like travelling back. No, mate, it'd be fucking brilliant. It's like a reality TV show, but you travel back to all these different periods in time and we follow the reality, you know, the social realism of that uh, period in time. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. I there think we're go. on to a... Let's want to a spin off show. Here. I think we need to pitch that to MTV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I mean, either someone's going to listen to this and say, yeah, let's do it, or someone's going to nick that idea. I mean, first, obviously, a time machine needs to be made, but uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we've already made yeah. one. What are you talking about? What, what, what am I talking about? We're, We're back in the, in the 90s. In the time machine now. Can't you see oh, <laughs> macho, macho Man's hat hanging up over there? We're in a giant duck. With yeah. the blueprint from the Matrix. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we need to actually build that one day. But um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's a shame, isn't it, that it's uh, what MTV has become. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, to be, I mean, to, I mean you, when you look back at MTV in the 90s, obviously it's, it was a music channel. And really, it was, it was kind of, it was educational, wasn't it? In the, you know, it was, it was your music education. Well, it was. And um, I think not just the music as well, but um, the shows. I mean, there were some shows on there um, that were genuinely maybe not educational. Maybe that's not the word. But, you, you know, you had like the MTV News. Yeah. Can you hear the ice cream van? I was about to say, is that the ice cream van? It is. I'll be back in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are in the 90s. What are you getting? Oh, mate, a flake. It's the oh, 90s. It's only 50 pence. Just a flake, no no ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no ice cream. Just, just a flake, please. What's that? It's an ice cream. Oh. I don't want it. I, want, I just want a flake. I'll, I'll have wait a... for the ice cream man to arrive just for a flake. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you could just go to the corner shop. Um, it's not the same. I'll have a screwball, please, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you always just went straight for the... You literally, like, you bypassed the fucking ice cream and went straight for the chewing gum. And it was the worst fucking chewing gum in the world. This it tiny little, little ball, and it, it, it loses the flavour after about five seconds. Oh, yeah. And also, the thing it's a bit like a Kinder Egg. You only bought the Kinder Egg for the toy. The toy so you only yeah. bought a screw for the chewing gum. Like, why? I don't know, mate. It, it was really silly, to be honest. It was the 90s. We were, yeah. yeah. You know when, like, kid, you know, children being children? That was us being children. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> I, do the same I, I now. get it now with my <laughs> kids, you know, and I, I see them doing silly shit like that, and I'm like, why, why? <laughs> but, yeah, we used to do the same thing, so... There we, we go. Did. Now we know. Now we know. We'll do it. We'll do an episode where we just list all the dumb shit that we used to do <laughs> in the nineties. Be a long episode. <laughs> to be fair, I think we did more stupid stuff in the two thousands than we did in the nineties. Yeah, true. And we, we should have that, known better. <laughs> that night we travelled around on all the buses all around London for, for no reason. For no. It's supposed reason. to be the Monopoly challenge, and we. I don't think we did a single <laughs> no. of the Monopoly board. No. We just felt awful at the end of it. Yeah, that was generally how our days out ended in those days, anyway. So yeah, yeah, just feeling awful through the year two thousand until until only recently, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now I feel awful, but for a different reason. Yeah, just yeah, just tired. <laughs> just ge- yeah, just general wear and tear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <coughs> anyway, MTV. <laughs> <laughs> MTV. It 
was. It was, I mean, like it was. It was lots of, I mean, what do you remember of MTV? Well, yeah. Okay, so this is what I was going to say. That's right. I just remember before we got interrupted by the uh, ice cream van. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mr. Whippy. <laughs> Mr. Whippy. Um, yeah, so you had you had shows like the MTV News, which, of course, yeah. you know, one of the famous things about MTV News is it, is it being, I'm not sure if it was the first or one of the first to break the news about Kurt Cobain's death and, and stuff yeah. like that. So you, you did have, um, you know, programs like that. But for me personally, you know, I mean, obviously we're talking really late 90s for for us because um, for a start, as we've mentioned before, neither of us had cable television until sort of late 90s, right? Yeah. So we would have only started to watch it in, in the late 90s. Yeah, that's right. And so that's the years that we're becoming teenagers now, you know, yeah. and we're forming our personalities and things. And so yeah. I think MTV had a big influence on me in that respect. So I'm talking about shows like Daria and yep. Beavis and Butthead and yep. the Max and, and yeah. shows like that, like that. So yeah, you had the, the music, element to it which of course was extremely important as well but but shows like that i think they helped to sort of shape my personality as well and my outlook on life and and things like that definitely yeah no no i completely agree because like yeah as you just said we didn't get it till till much later on but i actually remember watching a lot of shows but mtv shows but they were on different channels i remember like channel five were showing Channel 5 was showing Singled Out. Do you remember Singled Out, like a dating show? Vaguely, yeah. Yeah, so there was Singled Out, there was Daria. I remember getting Beavis and Butted videos, uh, VHS tapes. So there were lots of ways to watch MTV sort of shows Mm. um, without having MTV. But I remember always thinking, I really want MTV, because not only would these shows be on there, you know, like the, the, the premiere of the new episodes of Beavis and Butthead or, you know, the new episodes of Singled Out and stuff like that. But also, obviously, because of the music videos. Yeah. And I remember being at school and everyone, and I, when I first really got into rock music, you know, I, at that point, I didn't have MTV. I didn't have cable or, or Sky TV. So my education or, or my introduction to rock music was actually just buying CDs and just mm. buying loads of CDs and going, okay, so I've just bought Limp Biscuit. Um, and I'm reading Kerrang magazine, and Kerrang's telling me that people like Lightning Biscuit also like bands like Corn, yeah, or or, or Lincoln, or this band or that band. Um, so therefore, I'm going to buy the the next CD. So I, so for me, it was all CDs. But then my friends at school that did have Sky TV, people like Jamie, um, who everyone met on the uh, the Matrix episode, um, you know, he did have it. He did have Sky, so he would tell me about the music video for this song and that song and this song. Um, and I could, I, I could only imagine it. And I remember there was this one day in the late 90s when I finally got MTV. But by this point, I think MTV had kind of moved more onto sort of pop, pop focused on pop music. Okay. Um, they did this one day, which was dedicated all day to rock music. <laughs> and it was like, I got to see finally all these music videos oh, from okay. this band. I remember seeing one that really stood out for me was um, Corn Song. Um, uh, make me bad. Oh, okay. No, make me bad. Yeah, I was just like, wow, this is fucking incredible, you know. And so all of these, I was missing out on a side to not like like I said in the Simpsons episode, I was missing out on all these new episodes. But in this in this case, these music videos for the songs that I really loved, but could only imagine in my head from the stories that Jamie would tell me of what you know the Limp Biscuit song "Break Stuff" was like, or because you know YouTube didn't exist then. I <laughs> I don't think I even had the internet then, so mm. so I wasn't gonna be able to to access them um so yeah so it was so when i finally did get it i think i'd missed the you know the periods where it it played the music that i really liked yeah um but you know every now and again you would get something you know you you, you'd get something um amazing i remember like when when the 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 new tool song came out when when, uh I think Lateralis came out or something and it was just like, we're going to play it on repeat from midnight onwards. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I can just imagine Thomas's reaction. To that. <laughs> he would have loved it. He would have loved it. He would have said, amazing. <laughs> well, I, yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to think now because 
I mean, I think you're right um, that MTV moved. Well, yeah, they seem to move on to to more sort of like mainstream pop type music. But I'm I'm just trying to think to myself because I I used to, I don't know if you used to do this, um, but I used to, you know, people talk about recording songs off the radio with a cassette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to do that, of course, as well. When I was younger, you know, we had the, we had the, yeah. We'd we'd had yeah. the classic uh, um, cassette player and and record player at the top, you know. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and you yeah. Sit there and try and press record and stop before the DJ starts speaking again and all that. Yeah, yeah. I did that when I was younger, but then when we had the um, when we had cable and we had these music uh, channels, I used to sit there flicking between different music channels and record the music videos that I wanted on a VHS. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then make my own like compilations of yeah. music videos. So yeah. I'm I'm just thinking but the thing is is I remember yeah, I I'm confused now because I remember seeing like I've got a very strong memory of, of uh the Black Hole Sun video. Yeah. From back in the day, I mean before I would have had um MTV. So I'm just yeah. wondering where I would have seen that now. I, I, I wonder if that would have been, I mean, obviously that was their most, Sungarden's most commercial song. Yeah. You know, that could have been on. And it's a very, um, you know. It's radio friendly, isn't it? It is, but I'm talking about the video, you know. It's yeah, a very, well, very standout oh, video as well. Yeah, I wonder if it might have been on something like SMTV Live or, I mean, that's a bit much for kids' TV, but, or it could have been on top of the Pops. It could have been top of the Pops, I guess. Yeah. Words or TFI, TFI Friday or mm. TFI Friday, what it's called? TFI, yeah, thank fuck it's Friday, yeah. Yeah, um, with Chris Evans. Did they use the show music? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I know what you mean. It could have been the word. It yeah, there's, been... there's other places that I could have seen it then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, it's just, um, I mean, but but like I say, you know, we had these other channels as well. I mean, you got VH1, you had yeah. the, the box. Remember the box? Yeah. MTV2, which dedicated itself to rock music. MTV2, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like I say, I well, I would flick through the channels, yeah, and just wait for my favorite music videos. Well, not yeah. even necessarily. It wasn't necessarily about the video. But no, more about song, yeah. the song, really, yeah, and the band, and uh, and yeah, just record uh, the, those videos and and make my own little compilations. <laughs> MTV in the nineties. So I saw a post on Facebook the other day, yes, <laughs> and it sort of blew my mind a little bit because it was somebody was complaining about MTV in the nineties the way. Mm we com- would complain about MTV nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were saying like, oh, um, when you talk about, when you talk about MTV, you shouldn't be talking about Daria and Beavis and Butthead and, and yeah, Celebrity yeah. Deathmatch. You should, it should just be music videos, you know? And I was like, yeah. oh my God, I can't believe that people even think that way because, yeah, you, but, but yeah, it's a, it's a thing, isn't it? It is, and the thing is, I mean, fucking hell, those people would be hating what MTV would <laughs> If they didn't like it in the 90s, then fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this is it, and I, get, I, I do get it. I completely, completely get it. But I think back in the 90s, it was very well balanced because... That's it, well, yeah. Don't get me wrong, we would. Like, after, after school, I'd go home once, once I finally did have, like, digital TV or Sky TV, uh, on digital, I remember it was called. And... You know, I would, I would, would all do, would religiously go home and put on Kerrang or Scuzz or yeah. or MTV2 and have it and just have it on loop. Just have song. Yeah. Like a song. I remember Chop Suey especially was on all the time <laughs> in the early 2000s. Um, System of a Down. But mm. I think, you know, you could do that. You could just watch music video after music video after music video because it was like just listening to songs. I don't know why it was obviously listening to songs. But it was like just listening to records. Yeah. But I, but I think also it was a really nice balance because then in the evening you would have these TV shows. I mean, like Jackass, um, you know, Dirty Sanchez, um, as you say, Celebrity Deathmatch, which was fucking brilliant. Um, me and my sister used to watch Celebrity Deathmatch religiously. We loved, absolutely loved it. Oh, 
again, that was another one that was on, I think that was on Channel 4 late at night. So was it? the reason I'm, yeah, I think it was. And I think the reason I knew these were MTV shows, because at the end, they'd always have the MTV logo. A logo, so yeah. So we were, we were kind of getting them, but we weren't getting them as they were released where Jamie was. So Jamie would then tell me in school what had happened and I'd just have to sit there and imagine it. Uh, <laughs> and I was very grateful for it because I had no other access. Jamie was my access into this world. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? Because like I say, you know, we sit here and say, oh, um, we remember when MTV played music videos. And then you got people saying, well, I remember when it only played music videos, Yeah, you know, uh, but like you say, I think it was, I think it was a good balance. And yeah, I don't know, it, that to me feels like the 90s were the coolest period of MTV because right. you had that, you had that great balance. Why, what? what? <laughs> Love it, mate. It was the, it was the coolest period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had a feeling that's what you were going to say. Of course. And I know this is the whole reason we're doing this podcast. Mate, this podcast is dedicated to the greatest decade of all time. <laughs> yeah. So I shouldn't really, I, I, I don't, shouldn't really feel the need <laughs> to say that, should I? But, but what I mean is like, it amazes me to think that people would think any other way because like i said you've got yeah. you had the great i mean fantastic music in the 90s and and you had the music videos and and it was all you know at the time that music was new so you yeah. were seeing it for the first time um and then you had uh, like we said the, the great shows and it was just cool wasn't it mtv was just yes. it was just the epitome of coolness to me i remember it having was. um an mtv backpack um in school <laughs> and i just thought i was so cool because like nobody else had this mtv yeah. backpack. everybody else had the same sort of you know the nike and things like that yeah. and i was like no mate yeah. i've got mtv <laughs> you know yeah 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 and i mean I just... it was wasn't it i mean I mean, the thing is, MTV was the epitome of cool. And I think that's, as, as a 90s kid, I think that's all what we, that's what we strived for. And that was just to be cool. Yeah. All the fucking well, not just cool, but to me, like, it was like to be alternative. I've always had this thing where I, and this is going to sound really, like, pretentious, but I've always had this thing where I don't want to follow the crowd. I want to make my yeah. own, you know, my own sort of uh, decisions about what's cool and what's not. And, and, and that's so, why you, that's why you don't like Incubus or Three Ninjas. <laughs> no, I don't like Incubus or Three Ninjas because they're crap. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for three Ninjas episodes and the Incubus episodes. <laughs> There's not going to be an Incubus episode. <laughs> no, but yeah, it, it just, like I say, to me, MTV was, although of course it was popular and a lot of people liked it, but like I said, in my school, it, it was more, like I said, I was the only one with an MTV backpack. Everybody yeah. was more into... Um, like I don't know. Um, people, Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe stuff like that. No, but, but, um, but like sports, sports, sort of like yeah. Everyone was very into sportswear, weren't they? Like sports, at school, everyone was. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and um, and like I say, and that's why I think shows like uh, Diarrhea and Beavers and Butthead in particular, um, and Celebrity Deathmatch, and I mentioned the match yeah. before as well. You know, I, yeah. Like I say, I. I felt like those shows were speaking to me, you know, yeah. and saying like, you know, be, be different. Don't be, yeah. don't follow the crowd, you know, be. Yeah. 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 I think, I think MTV is very American. Mm. And I think there was, I think kids like you and me and, you know, Aaron and other of our friends, I think we were very much, as I said in previous episodes, we're very Americanized, like out the culture, the, the programs we grew up with, the films we watched. Yeah. And there were some kids that, you know, they'd watch those films and that was kind of it. But I think for you and me, especially, we were very, um, we were very affected by that culture and very mm. influenced by that culture. Yeah. Um, and so, um, I think, and so MTV things... was, very, yeah, very American, wasn't it? Yeah. I think, I think it's because the things that we liked had, had, a bigger influence in America than yeah. they did here, you know, the yeah. music that we liked and, and yeah. the shows that we liked, you know, um, I mean, for a start, they were generally American anyway. Um, yeah. 
but like for example you know although i was never really a, a skateboarding type person but that sort of culture was a lot yeah. bigger in america than it was over oh, here yeah. you know yeah, uh, yeah yeah and i think that's that's got to be part of it as well you know Oh well, definitely, because everyone was everyone at school. Were re- everyone was really into um to garage music, which is very British. Mm. Um, I couldn't stand it, and I still can't. Mm. I think it's awful. Mm. Um, and but you and I, the, the the bands that we listened to, like, were all American bands. We weren't. We, you know, I, I personally was not into Brit pop or or even British pop. You know, just kind of uh, or British indie bands. I was very much and still am very, very, very much into American music mm. so that and because of that and because they were such a you know like mtv had so, you know would play all of these bands and you know i've access to these bands and even it's like tv shows like singled out was an american dating show yeah. daria was an american cartoon yeah Davis and Butter, american celebrity deathmatch they're all american yeah um and i think that appealed to especially for people like you and me so therefore mtv whether we had it in the late 90s or not i think it was still very much part of our upbringing because we still had access to these shows in some way yeah and even if it didn't much like the super nintendo or or things that we or street fighter 2 they were it's a bit out of reach so therefore it became a bit it, we kind of put it on a pedestal in a way mm, mm. yeah I, I, you're right you know and you know just thinking about it now as well i mean obviously we did the episode on Britpop, and i said then at the time um it was a big part of my life um, because mostly because of my sister and she was into that kind of music. She was into a lot of American music as well, but she was heavily into Britpop and particularly Blur and Oasis and Pulp and Suede and bands like that. Yeah. 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 And I think uh, that's what it is. It is about. Yeah. I think, yeah, you kind of, you are, you are what you see and what you, what influences you and what, what and what gets you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think that's that's what I think it is. Like at the time, I was massively into that because my sister was into it and she influenced me and she got me into it. But now, by the late nineties and by the time I've got MTV, I'm starting to make my own mind up about what I like and choosing yeah, my own bands and my own songs. And in fact, I ended up uh, influencing my sister. You know, it ended up being the other way around where I would hear bands and say, oh, listen to this band or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I I was now old enough to to discover this sort of stuff by myself. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the thing is, it's like um, it's like the only access we had before then was bloody Top of the Pops. Where you yeah. might have one rock band, or you might have one indie band. Bloody or, top of the pops yeah. that we that we did an episode on last. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, when I went onto the Wikipedia page for MTV to do a bit of kind of research and go through it all, you know, I mean, have a listen to this. Like, th- this is a list of the bands that the, you know it would play in the nineties. Yeah. And I mean, just 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 this lineup alone. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited already. <laughs> exactly. Right. So it says here. Um, by late 1991, going into 1992, MTV began frequently airing videos for their heavily promoted buzz bins, such as Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Nine Inch Nails, Tori Amos. Like, those alone just get you excited. And then it goes on to say, over the next few years, more hit alternative rock acts, rock acts were on heavy rotation, such as Stone Temple Pilots, Soul Asylum, Rage Against the Machine, Marilyn Manson, Tool, Beck Therapy and the Smashing Pumpkins. Then it goes on to say other it's, hit acts. Yeah, no, go on. I was just going to say you're just listing all of our favourite bands. I know this is it exactly. <laughs> and then it says other hit acts such as Weezer, Collective Soul, Blind Melon, The Cranberries, Bush, and Silverchair followed them in the next couple of years. Yeah. Then it goes on to say Green Day, The Offspring, Mighty Mighty <laughs> Boss Tones. Then it goes on to say um, David Bowie, Smashing Pumpkins, um, and then it says the last bit. Oh, where is it? Um, here it is. I have to scroll down. Um, here we go. Limp Biscuit, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Foo Fighters, Stained, Godsmack, Green Day, Incubus, <clears throat> uh, Papa Roach, POD, Slipknot, you know, Lincoln Park, Sun 41, Jimmy Eat World, yeah. Alien Ant Farm. It's just like, as you say, they're literally just listing all the bands yeah. that we love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that goes to show you that that's exactly why we loved MTV in the 90s. Exactly. I mean, we wouldn't have got any of that. 
SMTV Live. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you imagine that? Bob Zombie. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen it, but yeah. Imagine <laughs> oh, at all. Imagine at all on SMTV Live, on Live and Kicking. <laughs> oh, it would have been brilliant. Playing Stick Fist. <laughs> Saturday morning, kids TV. <laughs> we can hear his, hear his Zoe Ball going. <laughs> you just, for your parents, I can imagine one of your parents like popping their head around the corner of the door and being like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> running, around the, running around the house singing, shoulder deep. <laughs> elbow, elbow deep. Oh my God, prison sex. <laughs> God. Oh God! Do you know what? Very quickly, completely off subject. I've never said I've never said this on. I don't think I'm on any of our podcasts. I've, I might have done. I'm a, I don't care if I'm repeating it. Oh. We're getting old. It's what we do. Um, <laughs> I remember watching an episode of Through the Keyhole. Like the last <laughs> yeah. Four, four, five, what the fuck about Tool made you think of <laughs> Through the Keyhole? <laughs> I was just thinking about like the way people edit songs and stuff. That's how my brain's gone. My brain's gone from boom, Two like, all these very very things. different things. Very different. But... <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> but I remember I was watching this episode through the keyhole like, over the last couple of years, and um, it was Anthony Warren Thompson, you know, the, the, the chef who got caught stealing stuff from like Tesco or something. Yes, yeah. Um, the guy who, whoever edited this um, episode was oh, what a genius! So they're showing you around Anthony Warren Thompson's house, and in the background, they're playing. Jane's Addiction song, Been oh. Caught Stealing. Oh, genius. <laughs> and I sat there singing the laundry going, ah, it's Jane's Addiction. You know, Been Caught Stealing. I've been caught stealing when I was young. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it just hit me. I went, this is genius. I was like, <laughs> what in my head? I was like, why are they, why are they playing Jane's Addiction's Been Caught Stealing? Yeah. I was like, it, they're, they're, they're literally saying this man has been caught fucking stealing. <laughs> and they completely got away with it. Oh, that's very good. Very so, good. so I was just, my brain just went from playing prison sex on Kicking <laughs> and getting away with it to, to through the keyhole well i yeah. mean i've got i've got a new res- found respect for through the keyhole to be honest i didn't realize it was Mate, so edgy <laughs> was, i was like i was pissing myself down this is genius absolute <laughs> genius uh do you know what? it's funny that because i've been listening to uh been caught stealing quite a lot lately oh it's very it good reminded stuff. me of um Sitting on Aaron's roof, listening to just because, uh, like, on repeat. Just because, oh, uh, right, we had that on repeat for about three hours, and we were drinking warm Bacardi breezes. Oh my god! Um, what were we thinking? We thought we were living the dream, but actually, yeah. we were just—it was, it was, I don't know, it was, it was rough. <laughs> it was silly and rough. <laughs> Chris, it's 1999, and Friday night is about to go off. Any plans? There's only one thing for it, Steve. I'm going to have to make it a blockbuster night. With over 10,000 videos, three evening rental, and 24-hour quick drop return, it's the obvious choice. Wow, what a difference. Okay, so listen to this quote that i found uh, this is on um a website called high snobiety.com i think it's supposed to be a yep. play on society high snobiety.com um which i loved uh, so it says so how did mtv become the utter toilet that it is today <laughs> <laughs> Because its executives figured out how to game the system and maximize their earnings, basically. Three-minute-long music videos don't make for stable viewing figures because people switch channels as soon as a song that they don't like comes on air. Reality TV is far more immersive. Once a viewer gets reeled in by the characters or plot, they tend to stay fixated throughout the show, which is always beneficial for ad revenue. So there you go. It's it's true. It's business. It is business. It's bang on, isn't it? It really, really is. I remember, I remember when the Osborne started and when Jackass started. Mm. Jackass was fucking amazing was never, and insane. I was never into Jackass and Dirty, Dirty Sanchez and all that. Did you not like it? I was never into it. No. Yeah. I, I remember I everyone at school thinking... being talking about it all the time and I just never really got into it. 
it's just it was just sort of like what the fuck are these people doing to themselves yeah um and i never saw obviously the internet i again i don't think i had the internet at this point so i wasn't watching this sort of stuff i mean now it's just very normal to see someone do the dumb shit that they were doing yeah um on the internet but back then it was just like wow this is this is incredible um but yeah i mean mtv just kind of Obviously, it was there before we were born. It's always kind of been there, and it, but you're right. It's, it's all like it's the epitome of cool, isn't it? MTV. Well, it is to me. Yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. not these days, but because these days well, it, it does yeah. sort of just feel like a. I just skip straight past it now. You yeah. Know, when well, I'm, there's no music, is there? There's exactly. So it's it's pointless. I mean, it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a hoax calling it MTV these days, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That's it. Yep. If anyone doesn't know, DM stands for music. <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but do you know what? I was um, as I was looking. Uh, I mean, I just googled MTV nineties, right? And the first thing yeah. that came up is there's a channel now called MTV nineties. Were you aware of that? Um, I heard they were going to do that. I didn't know they actually did that. Well, apparently it replaced MTV Rocks in October last year, 2020. Oh. Um, I didn't even know there was an MTV Rocks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just, wait, tonight, when we finish this podcast, I want to go and watch some MTV 90s. <laughs> well, the thing is, is I saw that and I was like, what? I got, I got so excited. I was like, oh, my God, yeah. I need to check if I've got this channel. And um, I, I was um, like starting to read up on it. And I mean, it is still quite cool. But it's basically it plays um, music from the nineties. Right? Yeah, fair enough. And but I was expecting it to be <laughs> uh, MTV from the nineties. So I was expecting it to be like you know, Beavis and Butthead on there and the head and and yeah, uh, yeah, things yeah. like that. But it's not. It's just it's just music from the nineties. But. Um, I mean, it's still it's still pretty cool, but it, it, yeah, like what they're doing is they they'll have a like kind of like what you said earlier, where they had a day dedicated to rock music. Yeah, they'll have so many hours dedicated to a certain genre of music from the yeah. and then yeah, 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 you know, and then go on like that. But yeah, yeah. Apparently I mean the thing it's is, out there. yeah, it what I say, it is out there. I'm very grateful for it. Very grateful for. For the, like I say, like the education, like I could have continued just buying CDs and, and listening to music that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a lot, it was a lot easier sort of discovering new music by just watching MTV. But one thing we definitely do need to talk about, and I know we've touched on this in our grunge episode, but we definitely need to talk about it, and that is MTV Unplugged. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like one of the greatest series, like just, just it was just wonderful. Like those, I, I was reading an article on MTV Unplugged mm-hmm. this morning actually. Mm. And whilst yeah, the premise is pretty straightforward, isn't it? You just strip back the songs. You mm-hmm. you, you just you know take off all the um, the effects and everything, and just and just play the songs acoustic. Yep. Um, it's a very very simple, very obvious kind of concept. But what came out of it wasn't just sort of like oh, this is a nice sort of version of a Nirvana song or a Pearl Jam song or an Alice in Chains song. It was like an it was a whole other album that they released. Yes, like, it was. They were masterpiece, like, especially the Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and Alice in Chains yeah. um, MTV Unplugs. Yeah. They were absolute masterpieces yeah. in their own right. I remember buying the uh, Pearl Jam MTV Unplugged album in Camden. Um, oh, what, bootleg? Probably. Well, it been, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it must have been, yeah. Um, yeah, just because, you know, I liked it so much. And I'm not really, I'm not that much into that that sort of thing where they where they take one of their songs and make it acoustic yeah. but um i love the the pearl jam unplugged uh, so much that i even bought the the cd of it so yeah there you go it they it did they they um like you say it wasn't just that they were playing their songs acoustically they were almost creating other versions of their songs weren't they they were they were. They were completely rework. Like complete rework of. of I mean, I, I remember you. I think you and Richard, our friend Richard, came to my house when we were about sixteen, and Richard brought the MTV Alice in Chains unplugged because uh-huh. Thomas, uh, our friend Thomas, yeah. Had, yeah, Thomas had asked him to because they were going to sing Nutshell in their Nutshell, band. Yeah. And I remember we sat in my living room and we put it on. I think we just spoke most of the way through it, but 
we put it we put it on and it was just mind-blowing like just also how can i forget the stone temple pilot unplugged session yeah. which is i mean they re- of all the bad now listen i, I always i think alice in chains probably did the best unplugged in my opinion yeah I'd, but, I'd, I'd agree with that but stone temple pilots like they reworked some like they re- their songs sound incredible unplugged like like sex type thing like it was like a jazzy yeah. kind of swingy version and it was yeah. so good <laughs> scott in his rocking chair yeah <laughs> <laughs> Blessing. It was, I think, of all the bands, that was the one band that probably did it. They probably re- they they really went for they really went to kind of really try some new things with their yeah. songs. Yeah. Well, I was looking up Unplugged a little bit uh, last night as well, and it started in 1989. So yes. fair enough, but I mean that means that really it really got going in the 90s. Yeah. So. Unplugged was a massive 90s thing. And yeah. just looking at some of the bands again, like like you said earlier, I mean, I was just looking at it and I was thinking, so you got The Cure in 91, Nirvana in 93, Cranberries 95, Alice in Chains 96, Oasis yeah. 96, which I'm going to come back to, Hole in 95, M- uh, Pearl Jam in 92, REM in 91, Stone Temple Pilots in 93. And then, of course, there was so many others as well, Neil Young and Bob Dylan. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, massive, yeah. massive um yeah. artists and bands and that I, it was just it was genius wasn't it it was re- whoever oh, came up with that idea yeah i mean it's just like i said it's such an obvious choice and such a a simple thing yeah let's just you know do an acoustic version of this song but it was more than that it wasn't just yeah. the, the fact that the songs were reworked and they sounded amazing but it was the whole the whole look of the thing like the yeah. way it looked like the, the feel light. as well isn't it yeah yeah it was just it was absolutely wonderful and i think it definitely um captures the the sort of the feeling of the of the grunge kind of movement yes, or the early 90s. particularly yeah yeah well um I, I mentioned the uh oasis one there which they did in 96 uh, are you familiar with with the situation that happened there no tell me of course there was a situation what was the situation? well it's oasis of course <laughs> this is brilliant so uh, um right I, I vaguely remember this uh, from the time, um, but I think they're they're unplugged. If I remember correctly, I might be wrong, but I think that it was filmed at the Royal Albert Hall. And, oh wow! Um, yeah, and <laughs> so like a matter of hours before the performance, Liam came down with like a sore throat in like okay. air quotes or something like that. And yeah. either way, he pulled out of the performance, right? And so Noel just did the whole thing. Right. Yes. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So he just sung all the songs. And, um, you know, it was a big deal because it was like, <laughs> and even on the, the the thing that I was reading about it last night, it said that um, Oasis uh, were the only band to <laughs> to continue with an unplugged set without their lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing funny. is, is uh, you know, people have have sort of um, have sort of thought to themselves that maybe this was the start of Noel thinking to himself, "Hang on a minute, I could fucking do this on my own." You know? Yeah, I don't need this fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say those words, but <laughs> pretty Sorry. much, yeah. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that. I don't. It's not. Like it. <laughs> it was nice. It's your own brother, mate. It's your own brother. <laughs> it's not, it's not I like you. <laughs> um, but yeah, Listen, but brother, we all think our brothers are. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, and I think that's probably right. And do you know what? I, I I think I said this in the Oasis versus Blur episode as well. They could have done it without Liam. I, Noel is. I, I think Noel is a better singer. And yeah. he wrote all the songs anyway. So, yeah. you know, there you go. But it just yeah. it's hilarious. It is, it's such an oasis thing, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it is. It really is. It's so, so much came out of those MTV things. Like obviously, like, Vallis and Chains, that's what we, we spoke about this on the Grunge episode. You know, they hadn't played together properly, live together in about two and a half years. Yeah. Um, I mean, Lane was not well at all. Like, he was, you not know, so well. heavily into his addiction. Mm. Um, and he came out and just, as we said it before, it was just haunting. It was absolutely stunning, his performance. 
Um, but what we haven't spoken about was was that you know I think it was when it was you know he was encouraging Jerry Cantrell to sing a lot more. Yeah. Um, over the years, and, Jer- and Jerry's wonderful on it. But what I read today was that Jerry was actually really struggling because he'd eaten a hot dog that day and it gave him food poisoning. So actually, in, in that unplugged edition, he actually had food poisoning. Oh my god! <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. No, and he was fucking brilliant as always. He was, yeah, he was. Fair play to him. You know, See, Liam. Yeah. The, that's that's the example that you should have mind you exactly be more like Jerry Cantrell oh um, they both did it in 96 so I don't know which one came first but still oh, the chicken or the egg um, <laughs> it's but like all of them episodes I mean like that like the violence, well then Liam Gallagher a chicken is that you probably going for it <laughs> yeah Mark Lanigan Mark Lanigan is <laughs> let's I'm leave it I know, What's I've, that? Got book, I've got Mark Lanigan's uh, memoirs here, his book. Um, <laughs> I need to think, think backwards and weep. And there's a whole section about him basically arguing with Liam Gallagher. Did you have that there prepared? <laughs> no, but I will read some. I will happily read some. Uh, bits Maybe we can do an book. episode where Steve reads Mark Lanigan's autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Cobra back. He can do it. Um, yeah. uh, Cobra. Um, but like... I mean, even like, I mean, Nirvana, like, he steered away from all these kind of like, big, big kind of hits and did all these other songs. And it was just, I mean, everyone says Nirvana's is the best. I, I don't think it is. I think it's wonderful. Nah. I think it's incredible. It's in, fact, good. in fact, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite Nirvana albums, to be honest. Mm. And I do, I, I very much see all these unplugged sessions as albums in their own right. I don't oh, just yeah. see it as, oh, it's a, it's like a spin off. No, this is very much an album. Mm. Um, it is wonderful. But I think, I definitely think, in my opinion, and I want to want to know you. I want to know yours in a sec. I think mine goes Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots. Although Stone Temple Pilots and Pearl Jam might cross, they might swap here and there. Uh-huh. Um, then Nirvana. Um, yeah, pretty much. I'd go Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, um, and then uh, maybe Nirvana, and then Stone Temple Pilots. But yeah. again, they they're interchangeable. Yeah, depending on what mood you're in. Yeah, yeah. I've just remembered I've got the Cures uh, unplugged album as well. Oh, so. nice. Is yeah. that good? I it is, yeah. I, although, I don't know. Uh, it is good, but I feel like the Cure, I don't know, something missing a little bit when, when their songs are acoustic. I don't know why that is, but it just doesn't yeah. quite feel mean, right to me. I think with the Cure, there's just such a sort of magical sort of sound to it. Maybe yeah. that's kind of mystical sound like maybe that's lost or something yeah it but doesn't quite think, work no i think the funny actually the mtv unplug sessions really really lend themselves to the grunge period the grunge movement yeah like definitely. it just it was it, like they were made like hand in hand like of yeah. course they were going to be they were just perfect for each other they were perfect marriage um, exactly and i think um i'm amazed soundgarden never did one or was I asked to do one. yeah Maybe they were, and they just didn't do Maybe it. they were, yeah. They know, did a plug, yeah. I think they did like an MTV plug session or something. They did something, I mean, there was like the Live and Loud thing as well, Nirvana's Live and Loud. Yeah. Um, was that MTV? Um, I don't know. I think, it, I think it might have been. I think I think it was. I think it was MTV Live and Loud. I think I remember so, it yeah. Was, and it was hosted by Anthony Kiedis and Flea from the Chili's. Mm. <laughs> Two pretty decent hosts there. Yeah, do you know what I find it really Actually, odd? People refer to the chilies um, as the peppers. I've never heard anyone refer to that, and if I did, I would punch them in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the only person I've ever heard refer to them as that is, I think, Jeff Amon from Pearl Jam. Ah, oh, well, I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> we love Jeff. <laughs> oh my god what's going on today you're calling out Liam Gallagher I'm just said I'm going to punch Jeff Jeff and channeling our Mark Lanigan that's what we're doing <laughs> let's take that get that book out of the room man it's having a bad influence on us <laughs> bad juju yeah throw it, out of, throw it out of the window well don't throw it out the window but <laughs> <laughs> can I have that back please um, I'll have a Mr Whippy as well that's the ice cream man yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> You ask me my reading chapters from Mark Lanigan's autobiography to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Another uh, quote that I found. Um, for, this is from a website called thethings.com. Ooh. And, you know, we, we spoke about it earlier. 
but um and we you know we mentioned it at the beginning of the episode but it says um mtv stopped living up to the m in its name so long ago that the joke i remember when mtv used to play music is itself a relic at this point <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's bloody true it really really is because it's just like it can't, surely it can't be called music television anymore when it doesn't play bloody music it's just so it, it's it's like depressing to see what it's become, isn't it? As we were saying, we, we, we both felt like it was it was the epitome of cool um, when yeah. we were sort of, you know, in our yeah. early teenage and middle and late teenage years. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and surely there must have been some... Who fucking watches it nowadays then? Who watches it? Yeah. I don't get it. Because, I mean, just people that are into reality shows, I guess. But how has yeah. it become just about reality shows? mate i don't know like the osborne's really kick-started the whole reality thing for mtv yeah. but also yeah. it's just kind of like if it, it feels like your favorite artist you're like your favorite rock artist who's now gone down a dance route and it's just yeah. kind of like it's not the same thing anymore and it's like um it's, I don't know, it's like having an itv drama tv show. I, I mean like yeah what's that tv um uk drama that channel uk yeah. drama but the whole day being some comedy yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, or like music that's videos. How ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> or music videos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say on that note, what would you bring back from the nineties? MTV. I mean, there's only one possible um, answer, really. What you well, there's one thing that I would say. What I would bring. Uh, what I would bring back is MTV. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, exactly. I would bring back music videos. Bring back the the M in MTV. Yeah, bring back the music in MTV. Exactly. Um, so what I want in the time machine is an old school telly. Yes. Showing nineties MTV. School. Yeah. Yeah. With all the all the trimmings, you know, not just the music oh. videos, not yeah. not like this channel that they've got now, MTV nineties, yeah. whatever it is. I'm talking all the shows, Beavis and Butthead, Daria, yeah. Um, yeah. The Max, The Head. Uh, do you remember there was um, uh, a show called Super Adventure Team? Do you remember that? No, I don't. It was like Team America, but before Team America, it was great. you got to check it out. You, Is it like puppets? It's puppets, yeah. And it was called Super Adventure Team. I used to love it. But... Um, yeah, oh, I'll, I'll have a look at that. I think it's kind of, but you know, it's true. Having that sort of like, imagine like just having MTV and going, oh, tonight we've got, yeah, and seeing it for the first time, Nirvana Unplugged. Oh, imagine what that. Fucking, imagine that. Imagine going, tonight will be the premiere of Alice in Chains Unplugged on MTV. What, yeah. what a fucking evening that would be. Imagine sitting down on your on your, on your your couch and just yeah. have, with a beer at the side of you, you on the telly and Alice in Chains is um, unplugged is is just starting you know for the first time yeah Yeah. see I mean and you're not going to get that anymore with MTV the way it is now now what do you um pregnant teenagers that's about yeah my, my sweet six my sweet 16 yeah uh, i mean this is it mate this is how? exactly it how is that allowed to happen it's sad it is sad. I feel i'll like tell you what people haven't been checking like, up on it you know <laughs> that's what it is it feels like someone's just sort of left it to just to to evolve into something that it that it should never have evolved into it shouldn't have no way sad, oh, sad. what well, you, you were going to say sad. something just now no, I was going to say, um, I've, I've heard that they're going to bring back MTV Unplugged. Um, so hopefully we'll get some kind of, I don't know, that experience we were just saying with some, maybe some artists that we like. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like anyone these days. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't, I don't, and that's not just music. I just don't like anyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, I don't know about that. I, I didn't know I, it, that they stopped doing Unplugged. I thought they... They kept doing it, to be honest. But um, I've heard rumours that Beavis and Butthead is is uh, going to be making a comeback. No, I tell you what, I love Beavis and Butthead, especially the VHS tapes. Even though, like, well, I've just sat here for like an hour just moaning about not enough music. The VHS tapes of Beavis and Butthead were just like the episodes, and it, yeah, Beavis and Butthead was fucking great. It was so good, mate. Uh, do you know what? Funnily enough, the other day, well, no, not the other day. It was it was probably a few weeks ago now. Um, I don't know what channel it was. 
can't have been MTV because <laughs> they wouldn't show. It. But it I, have been MTV. Yeah, I don't know what channel it was, but I was just flicking through. It was late at night, and they had like a Beavers and Butthead marathon going on. And I just oh, sat nice. there, yeah, yeah, I just sat there and watched it, and I ended up uh, falling asleep with it with it on in the background, and That's it nice. was just so it's so funny and. Yeah, uh, like I remember, my my mum hated it. <laughs> she thought it was yeah. the stupidest thing she'd ever seen. But to yeah. me, it was so funny, and it was like so fucking surreal as well, wasn't it? You yeah, know? it was. Uh, it was. It was. It was bonkers. It was so fucking <laughs> stupid. I remember buying a comic, and I can't remember if it was specifically a Beavers and Butthead comic. It might have been an MTV comic, and it had a Beavers and Butthead strip in it, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and um it must have been i don't know this probably i'm thinking about 96 97 and yeah. um and my sister we i came out of the shop reading it and i don't think i'd, I'd actually um seen it at this point but my my sister was saying um like oh you shouldn't be reading that like you know and um and i was i remember reading the words and because because dumbass is not a thing that we say is it no it's a very american thing yeah, yeah exactly so dumbass. yeah so i'm reading it and i'm reading and i keep reading dumbass and i'm reading dumbass and i was like what is this dumbass what does that what does that mean yeah 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 i mean it was a I mean, BBC and Butt, it definitely uh, educated you on certain words. I used to call my brother <laughs> doofus. You butted, you doofus. My brother, actually, because he used to watch it so much, I'd watch it so much, and he'd sort of be passively um, getting his BBC and Butt kind of fumes. Um, fumes, yeah. He'd often go, he'd do sort of the beavers kind of laugh. Yeah, yeah. So that's clearly where that came from. Well, maybe it's just him. Great. Maybe it's just him. You know, he's. Say no more. Um, but it was oh, it was wonderful. It was such a it was such a very oh, funny. And the I'm film, I don't. How do you feel about the film? The film's good. Like it is good. It definitely. I is loved good. it. The TV I... show's better, but it is good. Yeah, I absolutely loved the film. We had it on VHS, and I used to watch it a yeah. lot. But I think yeah, we yeah. do a whole episode on on Beavers and Butthead in America. Mate, then that's what we do. Then that is what I we do. I think we should. Yeah, I think we should. I agree. Give the um, good people what they want. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I have heard that there's, uh, again, there's rumours of them doing another film of it as well. I don't oh, know. Wow. Do you think it would? I don't know. I saw, like I said, I, I saw a, I don't know whether it was a mock-up or whether it was a genuine thing of Beavis and Butthead, like, sitting on their couch with, with like, smartphones, you know, oh. uh, because cause they're going to be doing it you know yeah. set in this day and age and i, I don't like yeah. i don't know if it would work nah. i don't know I no it wouldn't because the thing with them the thing was the reason it worked so well in the 90s was because that's what you would do you'd sit there and you'd watch music videos now you just you have music videos in the background whilst you're scrolling on your phone yeah i feel like nowadays beavers and butthead wouldn't even talk to each other because they'd just be sitting no. there on their phones you know yeah watching watching stupid shit yeah 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 i don't think it would work i think people like us would go oh that's nice it's back but i don't think we'd actively sit down and watch it no i don't know I, i'm not i don't think i'm happy about it to be honest <laughs> no i'd rather I, watch some old ones i'd rather sit and watch old yes ones. exactly some things you know should be left in the 90s you know as much as we're going back with this time machine and bringing things back with us some things you know they were it was of its time wasn't it you know it was definitely it was oh Beavis and Butt is so 90s it's yeah exactly exactly and it I, I just don't feel like like the world has changed and things are so yeah. different now I don't I, I don't know are there still kids like that I suppose there this are. is it it's the thing with Beavis and Butted are 90s American kids. They're not... Yeah. Kids don't exist anymore. Those people don't exist. They, they do in our hearts, and we're very much them still. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, we're not, like, even though we're not American kids, we, like I said before, we're very much brought up in the, on the culture. Yeah. But it's yeah. not... It's not... Um, no, it's very different. Although, I'll tell you what, I've got a right craving now to sit and watch some old 
Beavis and Butted episodes. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I, I was, because um, I had um, some of the Max, the, the comics. Yeah, uh, yeah. And when I was looking through this, I was like, oh, the Max. And I, I loved it, you know. And I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go back and watch some of that. I think I'm going to watch some Beavis and Butthead, some yeah. Max and some Super Adventure Team. And some nice. Daria. I used to love Daria as well. But yeah, see, Daria gets, was great. Daria and Beavis and Butthead, they had that sort of like 90s cynicism, you know. They that, did. They really did. Yeah, it's, it's just... a, we're in a different world now. Like this was Daria episode. I don't think it was a single phone in Daria. And now, yeah. you know, because phones play such a huge part of our life now. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You know, it just, I just, yeah, I just don't think it would, I don't think it would work. But um, I'm definitely going to check out, check out this MTV 90s channel. Yeah, I'm going to go have a look in a minute and go see if I've got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, have a Yeah. Okay, right. What we're going to do now is our new feature um, where we do our quick fire either or. And um, because we haven't got a guest this week, Steve um, is going to be the uh, what's the word? Participant? Contestant. 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 That's the one I'm looking for. Gladiator. <laughs> contender contender yeah let, let's call me a contender you'll be the contender i'll be john anderson um, <laughs> you can be cobra yeah okay right so we've got 10 uh either or's based on mtv okay um and it was a bit difficult to come up with i bet it was <laughs> <laughs> so um so some of these well you'll see <laughs> you'll see anyway okay. All right. I'm um, like, oh, you are scraping the bell now <laughs> yeah exactly it starts off really strong and then it gets a lot worse <laughs> so uh right let's go ready yeah yeah <laughs> contender ready okay let's go <laughs> all right ready <laughs> Right, Beavis or Butthead? Beavis. <laughs> the Head or the Max? The Max. Pop-up video or behind the music? Behind the music. Daria or Celebrity Deathmatch? Celebrity Deathmatch. The Box or VH1? VH1. Now, I did this one before you said what you said earlier in the episode, but we're going ahead with it anyway. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots Unplugged or Nirvana Unplugged? Stone Temple Pilots Unplugged. Yeah. The Real World or Singled Out? The Real World. Ooh, interesting. Pearl Jam Unplugged or Alice in Chains Unplugged? Ah, you fucker! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so hard. Um, Alice in... No, it's not hard. I've already said it in the episode. Alice in Chains Unplugged. <laughs> All right, um, now we're scraping the barrel. Ren and Stimpy or Rocco's Modern Life? You are scraping the barrel. <laughs> um, Rocco's Modern Life, simply for the theme tune. Fair enough. Um, and then I just threw this one as a little joke at the end, which I'm not going to explain, but I'm sure plenty of people will get it. Carson Daly or Fred Durst? Fred Durst. <laughs> okay. He's my favourite motherfucker. <laughs> I well told you. Yeah, no. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> well played. Um, yeah, I think I, I think I pretty much agree with that. But no, I but no, that was for, good. I'd have gone for pop-up video personally. Daria or a celebrity deathmatch? Okay. That's that's difficult. That is a that's, difficult that's one. Difficult that one that one. that was a hard one. Um, yeah, it's funny then, actually. VH1 because I think I think my age now. I'm like, yeah, definitely VH1. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, yeah. Again, I, I think was, I'd watch uh, VH1 over MTV now. To be honest. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Fair play, yeah. fair play. Okay, cool. If you'd like to get in touch with us about anything we've discussed in the show, please email us at tuckshoptimemachine at aol.com. You can follow us on Twitter at time underscore tuck, find us on Facebook at tuckshoptimemachine, or check out our new website, grizzandsteves90stuckshoptimemachine.wordpress.com. And finally, a big shout-out to Kevin McLeod, who provided all of our music. That's all for this episode. Tune in next time for some more 90s nostalgia. Party on, Grizz. Party on, Steve.